Nancy washed out her underthings in the little sink at one end of her tiny cell, humming a gay tune as she soaped and then rinsed her easy-care nylon half-slip, silk stockings, and white cotton panties. If I don't hum, I'll cry, she thought with a sigh as she surveyed the eight-by-ten-foot cell. Drab gray stone walls and a curtainless, barred window set high above her head made for a cheerless interior. Even a colorful rag rug and some starched gingham curtains wouldn't make this a sunny place, Nancy thought in dismay. Although she could see Hannah's touch everywhere she looked, the single iron bed with its scratchy wool blanket was neatly made up in boasted crisp hospital corners, and her prison-issue tin drinking cup had been shined to a warm luster. It wasn't enough to soften the gloomy room. And try as she might to keep busy performing the little tasks that make up a girl's evening toilette, Nancy soon found herself mulling over the mystery of the missing evidence. She had been so intent on making the switch with Hannah a success, she had pushed all other thoughts out of her mind. But now Jackie's words were back to haunt her, and in the silence of her cold, lonely cell, she could no longer ignore them. He's the only one with the opportunity and the knowledge to commit the theft of your evidence. If I could just get those words out of my head, she thought. She grabbed her hairbrush, took off the gray bun, and gave her trademark Titian mane 100 swift strokes. Face it, Nancy, Chief Chumley is not your friend. Midge is wrong, Nancy cried aloud. She clapped a hand over her mouth. She mustn't give herself away now, now that she had come so far. She peered out of her cell and down the dark hallway. Her closest neighbor, Miss Hildy Harms, a chronic shoplifter three cells down, appeared to be fast asleep. Luckily, murderesses were kept at the far end of cell block B, away from the general population. Thank goodness I haven't any neighbors to see me remove my nose, Nancy thought. Mr. Donald had warned her not to sleep in the rubber prosthesis, as it could easily be stretched out of shape. Nancy had decided to keep the precious organ in her purse next to her bed. That way, I can easily slip it on during the night if the need should arise, she schemed. Her thoughts returned to the suspicions raised by Jackie and Midge. If they only knew the chief as I do, they'd realize how mistaken their crazy accusations are, Nancy told herself as she laid out her outfit for the morning, a tidy gray house dress and a crisp white apron. Sensible tan tie shoes would complete her look. Her tasks finished, she donned a plain white cotton nightgown and slipped into bed. She pulled the thin, scratchy blanket over her head. If a guard were to shine her light into the cell during the night, she would find nothing more than a sleeping housekeeper, securely tucked in bed. Lights out, ladies, a woman's voice boomed through the corridor. The cell block grew dark. Suddenly, Nancy wished she was home in her bed with Cherry by her side. I wonder what everyone's doing tonight, she thought wistfully. She had to grin. She knew what Midge and Velma were doing. Then she sighed. When I get out of here, I'm going to take Cherry into my arms and do the very same thing. Just then, a terrible thought came to her. What if her evidence was never found and Hannah was convicted of murder? Will I have to stay here for life? Nancy wondered, shivering as she peered around the darkened cell. What happens when Hannah makes a full recovery and wants to leave the house to go to the store? What then? Nancy realized she hadn't thought through her plan in a very orderly fashion. I haven't been thinking clearly for some time, 
Nancy mused. Not since the day after I killed father, when I started having martinis for breakfast. I'll just have to stop that. Some detective you've turned out to be, she chastised herself. In the old days, you would have had this case sewn up long before now. She had never faced such a quandary. There's virtually no evidence as to who stole the letters, and the only likely suspect is someone who couldn't possibly have committed the crime.